0: Welcome to the Living Parables podcast, where we uncover spiritual truth and lessons God has given us through His Word and our own life stories. I am Nate, your host. To all the listeners tuning into the show, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I appreciate all of you, and now, let us begin. Well, I'd like to welcome you to a brand new week. We're going to go ahead and dive in because we have a lot to get through in a short amount of time. So, I want to take this time to talk about the current state of things. You know, in January, we had our first case of COVID in the United States. And since that point, specifically here where I live, about mid-March, that's when things got really spooky. Lockdowns, a lot of fear, schools closing, businesses closing. And just when things were looking up in the month of May, light at the end of the tunnel, people... Maybe taking a breath of fresh air, having more hope. May 25th rolls around, and tragically, George Floyd was murdered by a police officer in Minnesota, which sparked outrage, resulting in protests and riots throughout the country. And I have to tell you something, people it is an outrage, it is unjust, and it is evil. The reality is that all of us, each and every single one of us, are made in the image of God. No race is superior, no one is above another. And God does not show favoritism, says that in Scripture. And favoritism or partiality amongst each other, found in James, the second chapter, is in fact a sin. Now, in that story, it was talking about a rich and a poor man. But this could go anywhere. You don't show favoritism or partiality just because of race or whatever. So, with all this being said, I on Living Parables, we, we talk a lot about biblical truth. And we also talk about our own life stories. And I have to tell you a story of a friend of mine whom I consider a brother. I was on the phone with him the other day. And I called and we had a good conversation. I was just saying, hey, what's going on and how are you doing? And he told me something that I was just completely shocked. He was outside of his house talking to a family member when someone on a nearby trail called him the N-word. Yes, you heard me correctly. And not only did that happen, but the following day, when he was at the store, someone said it to him again. Now, I was... I literally lost all train of thought, all all words. I I didn't, I mean, you can kind of hear my voice right now. I'm just like, are you serious? And so, as we talked about that, he handled with grace and dignity. But, I mean, we like to think in this country that we're getting better morally. And I got news for you. We are going backwards. And even if you have just a little bit of common sense, you you can see that we are going backwards. Now, sometimes we get busy in our lives and and we get distracted with things. But I'm telling you right now, people, if you open your eyes, we are heading in the wrong direction. And then when we see these things with our own eyes and, and, our, and we hear these things with our own ears, we have, to, we have this question to ask. Where do, the, where do these things come from? And why do these things happen? What causes riots? What causes murder? Where does hatred come from? Why do we hate one another? Why are some people racist? Why are, why are people cheating on each other in marriage? Why is there abuse in marriage or with our kids? Why are there drug addictions? Those are really heavy questions to ask. Where do all these come from? Well, the Bible tells us that we have a sickness of the heart, and that is called sin. In Matthew chapter 15, verse 19 and 20, it says this, For out of the heart come evil thoughts, Murders. Adulteries. Fornications. Thefts. False witness. Slanders. These are the things which defile a man. So. We have a heart problem. Now a lot of times we like to say. You know. We just need to love people more. We need to love people better. And. What you need to understand is that, yeah, those are good sentiments and that's a nice thought, but we often find out that we don't have the capability to do so. And we all fall short of the glory of God. But we don't have the capability to love the way we ought to. So where do we find it? We find it in Jesus. And we have a heart problem. We have a sickness of the heart called sin. So you know what we need? We need a heart transplant. A change of heart. A transformed heart. And that only comes through Jesus and Jesus alone. Because once we receive Christ, the Spirit of God comes in, dwells within us, and gives us love and joy and peace and patience. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Which is found in Galatians 5, and 23. So when the Holy Spirit comes and dwells within us, when we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, He produces that fruit supernaturally within us. I want you to just take a minute to think about the fruit of the Spirit we just read about. Wouldn't it be an amazing world? A wonderful world? to live in if everybody had those qualities and pos- possessed them in abundance. be awesome. Now I want to shift our direction to a solution to our nation's need, a world's need, but specifically our nation, because this piece of scripture talks about how, how to heal your land, so let's go ahead and read 2 Chronicles 7.14. It says, And my people who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. So we need to humble ourselves. We need to pray and seek his face and turn from our wicked ways. Another, another word for turning from your wicked ways is to repent. Turn back to God. I want to read you this last piece of Scripture, which will be our word of encouragement for the day. It's Romans 12, 9 through 21. Now, there are about 12 verses here, and this passage of Scripture speaks beautifully as to how our nation should be and how we can get there through Christ. Okay, let's go ahead and read it. Starting in verse 9. Let love be without hypocrisy. Already starting out strong, powerful. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another and brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor, not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer, contributing to the needs of the saints, practicing hospitality. Listen to these powerful words coming. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice, and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not be haughty in mind, but associate with the lowly. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Never pay back evil for evil to anyone. Respect what is right in the sight of all men. If possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. Never take your own revenge, beloved, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. And if he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will heap burning coals on his head. I want you to listen to this last powerful piece of scripture. Verse 21. Do not be overcome by evil. But overcome evil with good. Right now our our nation is reeling. We have a lot of unanswered questions. A lot of people that don't know what to do. A lot of people in leadership right now that have no idea how to solve these problems. And what did we just figure out? This is a heart problem. Sin disguises itself as certain things but the root of racism, sexism, murder, drugs, you name it. The root of that is sin. Now I want to go over a couple points here that I want to make in these these pieces of scriptures here. There's a lot here. Let love be without hypocrisy. Don't Don't say one thing and do another. Don't let your love be like that. Hate what is evil. What's going on in this country right now? And and not just what's happening this week. There's other things that are evil as well. We're not supposed to tolerate those things. And cling to what is good. And it says, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. We need to love one another. Just as God has loved us. Just as Jesus has loved us. We need to honor each other. We need to serve the Lord. And we need to rejoice in hope because people, hope is coming. Hope is coming. Now the last six months have been something else. It's been kind of a nightmare. Hope is coming. And rejoice in the hope we have in the Lord. Because this earth is just a testing ground. And we're here temporarily. In the grand scheme of things, as far as eternity goes, we're here, what, 70, 80 years? And then we're done. That's That's not a long time. It says persevere in tribulation. We're going through hard times right now. We have been going through hard times since January. And I tell you right now, we need to persevere. And how do you persevere? In God, through Christ. The Holy Spirit will remind you of the things God has said, the promises. That's what I'm clinging on to right now. I'm in the Word every day, and it gives me that hope. It gives me that security. It gives me that peace. And and it talks later in Scripture about a peace that goes beyond understanding. That's what God offers you. Blessing those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Remember that story I told you about earlier about my friend and someone saying the N-word? I'm proud to say he's my friend, and he handled that better than I probably would have. And that's exactly what he did right there. It says, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. We need to weep with George Floyd, his family, and the people that are, that are oppressed, the people that don't make headline news, that are going through difficult times, and not just what's happening this week specifically, but other things that are horrible going on as well. And this is hard. But never pay back evil for evil to anyone. Man, that is so tough, isn't it? And it says, respect what is right in the sight of all men. And if possible, be at peace with all men, with everyone. Not whom you think should have peace. All people. And don't take revenge. Because I will, I will guarantee you this right now. Those people who harm you, those people that say things about you, call you horrible names, gossip about you, commit sin against you that makes you feel like you want to take revenge. It says in scripture that vengeance is mine and I will repay, says the Lord. So God's going to take care of that if they don't repent. So don't worry. And that's hard. Because a lot of times we want to react in the moment. We want that revenge right away because it it, it would feel good. Now, it says here, Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So there's a lot of evil going on in the world right now. Let us overcome that evil and many other evils in this world with good. God has given us the victory through Jesus Christ. And we are to proclaim his name boldly and with love and patience. And if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior at this point, if you've never received him, I challenge you to pray on it, think on it. And if you made a decision, please email me. You can email us at livingparablestruth at gmail.com. If you have any questions or concerns or maybe some questions you have, please let me know. And I will. I would love to hear from you. If you have your own stories you'd like to share with the show, go ahead and email me or or let me know. But everything right now, people, is temporary. We will overcome because it says in Scripture, and I've quoted this one before. It's in John 16, 33. John 16, 33. I want you to get there right now. It says this, These things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation or trials, but take courage for I have overcome the world. Jesus is our hope. He is our way to eternal salvation. And he is the way to get a new heart, a new mind, a renewed mind, and a living hope. I pray that the Lord blesses and keeps you and gives you peace. I hope you're staying safe out there. And Until next time, God bless you, my friends.